Today is Friday, January 1st, 2021. On this day in 2017, an Islamic terrorist named Abdul Qadir Masharipov opened fire on a Turkish nightclub. His attack killed 39 and wounded upwards of 70 people. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Today we're discussing a devastating terror attack that took place in Turkey on New Year's Day in 2017. Now let's go back to just after midnight on January 1st inside the Reyna nightclub in Istanbul. Over 600 people crowded into the club on the banks of the Bosporus River, all of them celebrating the new year. Most were locals, but a good number of people were tourists on vacation, looking to experience everything Istanbul's nightlife had to offer. The outdoor, terraced levels of the building were packed as revelers danced and drank the night away under one of the most impressive backdrops in Istanbul. But most were too caught up in the moment to notice the scenery. They lived in the moment, celebrating the beauty that they hoped would extend throughout the next year. 2016 had been a trying time for the world, especially for Turkish citizens. On June 28th, terrorists attacked the international airport in Istanbul, killing 44 and rocking the country to its core. Then on July 15th, Several military officers attempted a coup of President Erdogan, resulting in the deaths of hundreds and the arrests of many more. Finally, on December 10th, Islamic extremists detonated a car bomb just outside of a football stadium, killing almost 40. No doubt, those at the club that night were hoping that 2017 would bring a more promising, peaceful future. But it wasn't to be. At 1.15 a.m., a foreign national named Abdul Qadir Masharipov ran down the street to the club with an AK-47 firmly gripped in his hands. To gain access, he shot a civilian and a security guard stationed at the door. Dressed in black and wearing a face covering, Masharipov fired the assault rifle indiscriminately even before going inside. Cars passing by the club were struck by stray bullets as Masharipov walked past the two dead bodies and entered the reina, fingers still on the trigger. One of the bartenders watched as Masharipov confidently strode through the entryway and into the main event space out back. It looked like the gunman knew his way around the venue, as if he'd been there before. Masharipov gazed at the hundreds of partiers on the dance floor, aimed his weapon, and squeezed the trigger. The sound of gunfire pierced through the upbeat dance music. Within seconds, people panicked, bodies fell to the ground, and screams filled the air. The music cut out as people ran for safety. Masharipov rushed forward, shooting everyone in sight. When the ammunition in his magazine ran out, he threw stun grenades to buy himself some time. 
In these brief moments, people scrambled for safety. Some attendees rushed towards the bathrooms. Dozens of people hid in those incredibly tight places. Once they were full, someone near the front locked the door. They all prayed the gunman wouldn't find them. Because if he did, they would surely be dead. Others dashed for the closest exit, and some even dove into the cold waters of the Bosporus River below. In those moments, rational thought disappeared, replaced by a pure instinct to survive. While some managed to escape, others knew their only option was to hide in plain sight. Several victims, already injured, played dead while laying on the ground or under a table. Some who weren't injured stayed perfectly still while Masharipov swept through the mass of bodies. In a coldly calculated move, he shot at those on the floor, injuring and killing those who were previously unharmed. One man, Jake Rock, said Masharipov shot him in the leg, but to ensure his survival, Rock remained quiet and still. If the gunman had seen him move, he would have been killed. For those in hiding, it seemed like the attack lasted over an hour. But in reality, Masharipov's assault lasted only seven minutes. In that short amount of time, he fired 180 rounds of ammunition, killing 39 people. While emergency services were immediately notified of the attack, Masharipov eluded capture. When local police arrived on the scene, he quickly changed and disguised himself amongst the mass of panicked survivors pouring into the streets. He'd disappeared, but he couldn't vanish forever. Coming up, we'll cover the aftermath of the nightclub shooting. Now back to the story. On January 1st, 2017, Abdul Qadir Masharipov opened fire on a crowded nightclub in Istanbul, Turkey, killing 39 and wounding over 70 others. As authorities arrived to survey the scene, Masharipov escaped into the crowd. In the hours after the attack, Turkish authorities scoured the capital looking for the suspect, but had no luck. They searched through hundreds of hours of security camera footage, trying to get a look at the attacker. However, due to the grainy quality of the videos, it seemed to be an impossible task. Some may have privately worried that they'd never find the gunman again. Shortly after the shooting, the terrorist organization ISIS released a statement claiming credit. They said the shooting was in retaliation for Turkey's involvement in the Syrian civil war. After six years of battle, with no end in sight, ISIS desperately wanted to send a message. While they were losing the ground fight in Syria, they resolved to continue terrorizing their enemies. People throughout Istanbul were constantly on edge, afraid that another tragedy would strike at any time. To calm their fears and dissuade future terrorist actions, Turkey deployed over 17,000 police officers in the city. On January 8, 2017, authorities announced that they had identified their top suspect, Abdul Qadir Masharipov. 
The 28-year-old from Uzbekistan was believed to be part of a larger terrorist cell located in central Turkey. In their announcement, police claimed they'd arrested others who were believed to have connections with Musharipov. However, their efforts to locate him were still ongoing. Turkish investigators weren't going to let Musharipov get away again. They sent hundreds of agents to track down leads on his location. From the outside looking in, it seemed that Musharipov could be anywhere. But with so many people in custody, it was only a matter of time before one of them broke and provided them with the intel they were waiting for. Some worried that with each passing day, Musharipov slipped farther and farther away. Luckily, authorities caught a break and soon found out he was staying with a friend still in Istanbul. Now, the authorities just needed to grab him. On January 16, 2017, police raided a luxury apartment complex in the heart of the city. While the details of the raid itself are unclear, we do know it was a hectic scene. As authorities dragged Musharipov away, reporters snapped photos of his bloodied and bruised face. In the course of the raid, authorities also arrested another man, three women, and Musharipov's four-year-old son, who they took into protective custody. As they expected, Musharipov's fingerprints matched those they found on the gun at the nightclub. Since his arrest, Musharipov has hardly seen the light of day. Authorities interrogated him, though by his accounts it was more akin to torture, until he made his confession. On September 7, 2020, a Turkish judge handed Musharipov 40 life sentences, plus an additional 1,368 years of imprisonment for his crimes. Many close to the case believe he will appeal the conviction based on his accusations of a forced confession. But even in that case, he stands little chance of ever being free again. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Bruce Kitovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Robert Taylor Walker, with writing assistance by Terrell Wells, and fact-checking by Cara Mackerlein. I'm Vanessa Richardson. 